Have you ever struggled with saying no? Or does the word no roll off your tongue with ease, but you struggle with it being rooted in anger or even resentment? Wouldn't it be nice to reframe the way we think about the word no? Today's episode covers it all, and I know you will be able to relate to this one. Speaking of relatability, I received a five-star review entitled, Amazing, from Olivia Roan. It says, do you feel like you have to be perfect to be present? Wow, I related so much to what Corey had to say, and I love her genuine heart for her audience. This is a must-listen. Olivia, you are amazing. Thank you for this awesome review. It truly brought a smile to my face to know and really see this podcast is having the impact it has always been created for. I appreciate you and I encourage everyone else, go leave your written Apple review as well. I would love to feature you in a future episode and in our newsletter. Let's say yes to this episode and learn how a no can actually create space for a yes. Hey, hey, mama. Welcome back to the Treasured Mama podcast. I'm Corey Messer, a Kingdom Life coach and messy mompreneur. And I want to know if you're like me. Have you ever felt like you've lost yourself in all the things? Or perhaps you just need some encouragement on this messy journey of authentic motherhood? In this space, we love sharing routines, rhythms, and real stories of real moms as we declutter our heads, our hearts, and our homes to discover clarity and confidence. If you're ready to gain clarity on who God designed you to be, create simple systems for a more peaceful household, and connect with other mamas doing the same, this podcast is right up your alley. My prayer is this episode will encourage you, so grab a drink, take a mommy moment, and listen in to today's goodness. Hello, beloved. Welcome back to the Treasured Mama podcast. Today, we are talking all things no. N-O, as in a complete sentence And no, you do not have to explain yourself. Let's dive right into this. No is a complete sentence and you are at liberty to use that. And sometimes no means yes. Let me clarify. I was speaking with a couple of my paid clients and one of the things I shared with them was this download God gave me about No More November. You see, November is typically a month in the year, at least here in America, where people begin to deeply, deeply consume. They consume products, they consume advertisements, they consume marketing, they consume food in a much larger capacity from a time perspective than they generally do the rest of the year. In other words, November is the month where people are buying all the Christmas presents, they're buying all the supplies for the Thanksgiving meal, they're buying all the outfits to attend all the functions to make all of the impressions. And what I've noticed about moms is they began to miss out on the moments, the memories, the magnificence that is this season where we get to celebrate coming together around the table and having a heart of gratitude for things in our life and celebrating the birth of our Savior. And they began to become consumed with all the stuff, all the should buys, all the would be's, all the things that honestly in the big picture generally don't even matter. You know, we start to think about 
I should buy that if I want to be that. I should do that if I want to be with them. Those are the should be's and the would be's and the want to be's. And we all tell ourselves that story in one of two ways. Either I should or I have. Because if you haven't done the thing, you're talking about how you should do the thing. Or if you have done the thing, you're talking about how you have done the thing and what your experience was. What does all this mean? All of this means we get to have greater intentionality when we come into this season. We get to have a greater awareness of where we tend to be a consumer versus a contributor and where we want to be a consumer versus a contributor. Moms tend to fall in one of two camps in this season. One of them, which is the camp that I have fallen into in the past, is struggling with using that full sentence, no. Feeling bad, being concerned that I might offend somebody, fearing somebody no longer want to associate with me on a friend level or a personal level or a professional level because I simply said no. And one of the greatest things that I know about moms who come into that category is boundary implementation tends to be a struggle. So that's camp one or camp A. Now camp two or camp B is the camp where this particular mom doesn't really struggle with saying no, but when she says no, it tends to be attached to anger, resentment, condemnation. We know there's no condemnation in the kingdom of God, just conviction. So with that high-level overview, let's dive into the first mama who is in group 1A, where no may be a challenge for you to say. And generally, this is based on a fear. You fear if you say no to a person or an opportunity, you might miss out. You may have heard that saying FOMO, fear of missing out. So there's a fear that you may miss out. Or there is a fear that you may be judged in a way that you don't desire. You might be rejected. Somebody might confront you with some uncomfortable feelings. Things of that nature. If you are a beautiful woman who struggles up until now with saying that word no, I want to give you some freedom and understand that saying no might actually be a yes. You heard me start out the episode this way, and I say that not to confuse you, but to encourage you. Have you ever heard the saying, you can choose a good thing or a God thing? They're both good options. However, it's kind of like good, better, best. You have a good option. You have a better option. You have a best option. A good thing is just that. It's a good thing. Most people from an earthly perspective would say, Go for it. That is a good choice. And it very well may be. However, if you're choosing the good thing when the God thing is made apparent to you, that's not okay. Let's reframe this. Next time somebody comes to you and offers you an opportunity to go to another holiday party, to go out for another night of social gathering, to say yes to another volunteer event, to run your kids all over town to another experience, even though they're exhausted and it's no fun for anybody, next time somebody comes to you with that, it's important to go back to your priorities. 
and identify, is this a good option for me or is this the God option? It may be good, yes, because you get to connect, your kids get to socialize, you get some new experiences, but it may not be the God thing because in this season, God may be calling your family to rest and restore relationships by spending some time together. And when you're clear on those priorities in this season, you gain the confidence because you're convicted in knowing what God has called you to. You gain the confidence to say no because you know a no is actually a yes. Saying no to an opportunity is creating space to say yes to what God has prepared for you. I want to encourage you next time you have an opportunity to say no, give yourself a little white space. This is what we talked about in a previous episode. Include some white space even in your conversation. That sounds like this. Somebody comes to you and says, Hi, would you like to drive around and go look at Christmas lights and go get some hot chocolate with the four other moms and all of their kids? We're going on Thursday night. It's the only night that we're going. You don't want to miss it. Instead of saying yes because you fear their judgment, you say this. This is what white space in your conversation sounds like. I really appreciate the opportunity. You start from a place of gratitude. You acknowledge them inviting you in. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much, Susie Q. You are the absolute sweetest. I'm going to need to think on that and I will get back to you by 3 p.m. tomorrow evening Central Standard Time. So what that does is it gives you some time to process it. It gives you a hard deadline. It sets an expectation for them to know when you're going to respond to them so it honors them in the conversation. And then you make sure, because you are a woman of integrity, that you get back to them at or before that deadline. But it can help you logically process something versus just emotionally engaging in the moment. And as you are developing these muscles of saying no and being able to weigh things in real time, that will give you the white space to walk this out with excellence. So for those of you in Camp 1A, in summary, if no up until now has been a challenge for you, remember that saying no to a present opportunity may actually be creating the white space for you to receive a future preparation that God has opened up for you. And his plans are the best. They are exceedingly more abundant than we could ever think or imagine. And so we want to partner with that. Moving on to the second group, we will call this group 2B. 2B is somebody who has no problem saying no. They're very confident. However, sometimes that no comes from an unholy place. We always want our no to be a holy no, meaning our heart is postured in alignment with Heavenly Father. If you find yourself in this camp where you have no problem saying no, but you tend to partner your no with anger, resentment, overwhelm, I want you to really ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it worth it to be sowing seeds of anger and resentment? That is basically like saying, kingdom of darkness, you have access, here's an open door. I would say no. We are not inviting that into our space. And the holidays, especially one 
that is surrounded around the birth of our Savior is going to be offensive to the kingdom of darkness. A holiday where we are focusing on having a heart posture of thankfulness and gratitude and being surrounded by loving people who are walking in alignment with the Lord is going to be offensive to the kingdom of darkness. Now, don't let this bring you down. Let this encourage you. Because when we are going into a place and we have a game plan before we get there, we can implement with confidence because we have clarity. We've talked about both and both the mama who has struggled with no up until now and the mom who has struggled with anger and or resentment up until now. You know, just like in the Bible, if something is repeated more than once, there is a high likelihood it's very important. Why do I keep adding that phrase up until now? Here's a bonus teaching about the power of our words. The power of life and death is in your tongue. Go in the Bible and read that in completion. When we really get that, that that power that resides within us, that we get to use that in a good way, we realize that our perspective need no longer be Look at all this stuff that is happening to me and we get to shift and look through the lens of what is happening for me. What has God prepared for me? And you get to rise up in a holy confidence and say no to the things that God has not called you to so you have the space to say yes to the things that God has pre-established for you. And that language up until now both acknowledges the reality of what the experience has been without partnering with lack or orphan mentality. Up until now is indicative of a change happening from this point moving forward. I encourage you to incorporate that language into your day-to-day. If you are looking to shift a habit from one that has been earthly to one that is eternal, to one that has been based in man versus rooted in Messiah, then incorporate that language up until now I have and say what it is that you did. Up until now, I partnered with anger when I said no. Up until now, I feared man's rejection more than I had a holy reverence of the Lord. Up until now, I picked the good thing over the God thing. And advancing forward or moving forward or from this point on, I'm choosing the God thing over the good thing. I'm choosing the eternal perspective over the earthly perspective. I'm choosing Messiah over man. Do you see how different that is? Because there is no condemnation in the kingdom of God, you need not feel bad about what you've done in the past. Instead, be encouraged, be excited about what is in your future. And I would love to hear from you your greatest takeaway from this episode. Feel free to leave the review in Apple Podcast, sharing specific to this episode what your greatest takeaway was. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much. I thank you so much for sharing with us, God, how we get to walk in our power and authority that is from you through us to say no, to realize that is a complete sentence and to be confident with the clarity you provide in our next steps to pursue the places you have already prepared for us. Lord, I pray this holiday season is one of contribution more than consumption. 
that we contribute, that we build people up with our words, that we delight people with our smile, that we pour resources into the areas that we are called, that we are good stewards of our time and our family, God, and that when you have called us to be a consumer of something, it is exactly that because you have called us to do it. We contribute where we are called. We consume where you have called us, God, so that we are walking in alignment with you because we know your plans are best. In your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hey, Mama, one quick thing before you go. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can pay it forward is to head over to iTunes, Treasured Mama Podcast, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. 